Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello. Hello. How's it going? Good morning or afternoon or evening whenever you're checking out only stupid answers the best thing podcast you could put your moist little ears into if you're joining the podcast right now and you don't know what that means that's your fault but that's also true. thanks for joining us i know i felt like i already attacked you but that's the kind of energy this podcast has so <laughs> buckle up bucko very if excited you wanted a podcast that's really in your face and like you like that's like a Howard Stern. Sure, I say as someone who's really never listened to Howard Stern, you know he's like in your face. Yeah, he's like, oh man. One time we should try to like get all the isms of radio talk show hosts and do the whole bit, like in, 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 you know, like yeah, you need yeah, to get yeah. the cadence down. You need a soundboard. Yeah, there was a show that I that I like that I'm not supposed to like anymore. Uh, that whenever the. Uh, main character would like had to call into like a morning talk show. It was just like all sounds, and they would say things that were made no sense. And it's like <laughs> this is a good, this is a good bit. It's a solid bit. I'm. Uh, we got some fun stuff we're talking about today. This, yes. Um, this image popped up. On my yeah, phone. Yeah, you got it ready to go. <laughs> just to remind yourself. Uh, you know what, gang? Never gonna, forget. Yeah, I want to give a quick plug to the Patreon. That's yes. patreoncom stupid answers. That's how we pay for the show. And we also do special shows just on there. You can get early access to our Watchmen reviews as well as Super TV Showdown. Uh, that's a show where we Roxy Stryer joins us and we talk about all the superhero shows leading Every up to Crisis on Infinite Earths. Because you might be you might be thinking like, hey. Crisis of Infinite Earth. Because we've talked to some people. They're like, oh, I want to check it out. What should I do to get ready? And the answer is watch our show. $5 a month. Yeah. That's all you need. That's it. Uh, and I also, I just showed all the video uh, people who are watching us live right now. Yeah, because you can watch live video early. Mm-hmm. All the good stuff. Patreon.com slash only stupid answers. Yes, and you can listen to this podcast anywhere you want. You can go to YouTube.com slash only stupid answers for our movie reviews. We're able to see stuff early, get reviews out quick to you guys. We've watched a lot right now, and it's been fun. Also, diving into Watchmen's been good, and we have an early review for His Dark Materials that should be out right now, so go check that out. Yeah. We were able to see that early thanks to our pals over at Alamo Drafthouse. I ate too much. Oh, yeah. we It was an, it was the pilot. Yeah. It was one hour. It was one hour. We but, ordered whole dinners and milkshakes yeah. and drinks. <laughs> but like I every ordered time, drinks. But every time you know, you're know you at Alamo, it's like, oh, oh, man, I want the food. And they're like, do you want a free popcorn drink? Yes, please. And then you had to buy one, get one for milkshake. I'm like, yes, yeah, I'd like to try a milkshake. Get one. And then once it was all on my table, I'm like, I made a mistake. Because <laughs> they don't just give you like a tiny bag of popcorn. No. They, give you, they give you a metal bowl. Yes. It's huge. And that's yes. how you want your popcorn. Yeah. It's weird how they do everything right. It, it's a really great place. If you have one where you live, that's where you should go to watch movies. And it is, I get there's a little price here than uh, like uh, your, your Cinemarks and whatnot. Yes, but, that is true. Uh, no one's talking in these movie theaters and you're eating better food than the, the seventh bag of Sour Patch Kid that you ate that day. Which, That's by the way, like there's, we've got theaters out here like the Arclights. Are like, oh, yeah, we're privileged. Don't talk and all this other stuff. But I've had so many bad experiences at Arclights, even with all that pretentious stuff. Mm-hmm. Alamo, it creates a really nice environment with people that really care about these movies. Um, and they do events. They do community they do stuff. They make well, it because f- we the thing we went to was technically an event. But yeah, video vortex. Yeah. If you want to go to my uh, Instagram, I think I've posted a photo of myself with a mermaid. 
And Mer- that, uh, merman. I don't know. I thought, well, the Disney Channel said mer dudes are what the boys are called. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, so I don't want to. I don't want to. Oh, it was for an ad for the Little Mermaid TV show. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Mer dudes. And then they like get like the guitar like going. Then, then they have, wasn't there like a little orca that was like part of her team in that show? I don't know. It. I don't okay, remember. Sorry, I don't, sorry, don't, remember. Don't, don't quiz me on that. <laughs> I don't remember anything else about this show that Flounder may have had a girlfriend. Because, uh, let's be honest, Nicktoons and Cartoon Network were better. Yeah, they were. Yeah. I mean, Roly Poly Oli was a show. I don't remember oh, what happened yeah. on it. I don't remember uh, PB and J Otter. PB and Otter? P, P, we're back to that uh anyways we're way off the rails here yes. talking about uh disney channel nickelodeon whatever that's what tv and a segue that yeah. was in my brain that my mouth hasn't figured out mm-hmm. yet is that i want to talk about a new tv streaming service hbo max yes because they did a big announcement this week we knew hbo max is coming out they had a logo then they said that logo looks like shit so we're gonna make a new logo <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And a bunch of new original programming like a ton mm-hmm. disney plus you uh I know it was a big move to come out first, but HBO Max came out with more. More. And they also have to justify their significantly higher price point. Did you see... You watched Silicon Valley. Yes. So you remember in season one, mm. they uh, you have our main team making that program. And then Hooli, the competition, comes out with like all the benefits. Yeah. And then they never really deliver on it because nope. it becomes obsolete. That's not what's going to happen with HBO Max. Of you guys are going to be great. Not. No, I'm excited to watch all your shows. And specifically, they announced a bunch of DC shows. We actually talked about this on Super TV Show on Live, but what we want to see. But let's run down the docket. The big one is Green Lantern, and we're going we're to dive into that yes. this episode. But they also announced uh, Super DC Superhero High, and Elizabeth yes. Banks is producing. Yes. Which could be fun. Yes. It could, it could be. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest. I'm a little trigger shy with Elizabeth Banks right now because she's also making Charlie's Angels, and the trailers for that have not. Uh, done anything for me no but it could be okay yes and i like her and stuff yes she's great mm-hmm. so we didn't... yeah yeah strange adventures is the other one mm-hmm. which sounds interesting because it basically sounds like twilight zone but with dc superheroes so cool yeah and regular like a mix of regular people interacting with dc superheroes and there's yeah. so many yeah and it makes me wonder it's like are we gonna have so let's say let's just hypothetically let's say there's two episodes where superman shows up is it going to be, because it's an anthology, is it going to be two different people playing Superman? Or is it going to be the same, we have one Superman for our anthology show. And then is that Superman going to be the same Superman, Tyler Hecklin, or what? You know what I mean? Like, I'm interested to no. see how they answer those. Or, or is Superman just not going to show up at all because he's already on, he's already got a CW show. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Superman like, and Lois. Yeah. yeah, so I don't, I, I'm interested to see how this plays as an anthology show. We're just going to, because there are enough characters that you could say, like, this is where Ted Kord shows up. You know what I mean? This is Adam Strange isn't going to be his show. You know what I mean? I mean and is there going to be a Crypt Keeper character? Because I love that shit. Who would you... Okay, so Marvel, with their What If, like The Watcher is going to be like their... That's Perfect. their anthology show. But what's... Amazing. What's DC? The that's Monitor? That's a great question. The Monitors, it could work. Kind of. Oh, you know what? I, I meant to ask you guys uh, on Super TV... Or is the monitor not really the monitor? Is that the any monitor we've been spending time with? Based on revelation, which, by the way, he took that stuff way too face value. Like, oh, this little old piece of paper says maybe he destroys worlds. I guess he's a problem. I mean, we saw in the CW show that he murdered worlds. Yeah. He tried to find a strong one. Yeah. That's bad. Yeah, that is bad. So maybe this, anyway, that's, that's, if you want more of that conversation, go to Super TV uh, Showdown on patreon.com slash only stupid answers. The monitor is a good choice. Um, I think, hmm, you know what? Brainiac could be a good one. Cause it's like the little worlds he's collected or something like that. Something like that. Like he collects st- 
stories. Uh, maybe, Queen of Fables? Maybe uh, uh, Max Mercury, a speedster that's able to travel through dimensions oh, or whatever. Or Rip Hunter. That's a better yeah. I, I think that's a better one because yeah, you got yeah. the time bubble. Uh, also, I really like when he pops up in New Frontier at the very, like the little addendum, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a very good bit. Also, if you did like, I know it's supposed to be like live action, but also if you kind of mix animation in there too, okay. it wouldn't be the worst. Like go to do like the multiverse stuff or yeah. just do weird stories. Have some fun with Etrigan, like to like some horror shorts in there too. Before we dive any, before we dive into Green Lantern, which is like the meat and potatoes mm-hmm. of the episode, Halloween was, it was last night for us mm-hmm. when this drops on Monday. Did you, did you see any costumes that were like, a pluses for you mine no oh yeah I, I, he's just really solid by the way thank you if you if you check out sam basher on instagram you'll thank see his you. waluigi costume oh metron on the mobius chair oh actually that'd be great there you go thank you danny i'm in the chat appreciate and you get it jeff goldblum there you go Ooh, yeah just kind of like <laughs> listing his way <laughs> through the cosmos yeah. having a great time <laughs> just like dipping his finger into like the star juice you know you get it like you could just kind of imagine it like he's got his disney plus show and then yeah, he does this yeah Disney, don't you dare get in the way of this idea. It's gold. Uh, not for di- other Halloween costumes, I wasn't like wowed by anything. I think there was one online that was super cute. This kid went as Eddie Brock in like the sweaty sweatshirt. Yeah, and his arm. He so he has an, his sleeve is tucked in. Yes, his arm goes out through another hole in the back, and it leads around to a, a separate sleeve that looks like the Venom symbiote. So smart. So he and he like puppets it around, and that was super cute. That was really cool. Everybody did Peter B. Parker. Yes. Everyone. Which is a salt because you just get the, you know, they sell the like the onesies online and then you just throw a coat sweat over pants. it and sweatpants and you're good to go. Um, Technically barefoot though, by the way. I mean, so he puts he, on boots. He puts yeah. on like, he mix matches. Yeah. Because if he was walking around barefoot, that's gross. Yeah. They, don't do that. Yeah, don't do it, especially not in a city. Not in New York City, definitely yeah, don't. don't. In another universe? Well, I mean, me? he can do that because he's got the super strength. Oh, it's going to pierce his skin. He's going to step on glass. I mean, he gets punched a lot and he bleeds. That's a good point. But he gets, are they super punches? No, he's like been hit by cars and he bleeds. But there's a car. Uh, Tom Holland got hit by one full train and he, he started bleeding a little bit. <laughs> I mean, he got up fine later. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> no doctor's visit whatsoever. I, f- I feel like doctor's visits would be really challenging if you were a superhero. That's why you need the... Night nurse. Night nurse. Dawson mm-hmm. is not coming back to those. No. Uh, the Philip Molina's was amazing. I didn't know what his costume was. That was just in the chat. That's why I mentioned that. Yeah, Danny M. Also, um, our pal, friend of the show, uh, uh, Game Over Greggy, Greg Miller, mm-hmm. did... Um, I don't even know. It's it's Guillermo del Toro's character from... Death Stranding. Death Stranding. And I was like, "That's solid. Mm-hmm. That's a good. That's a good thinking ahead on on that one." I uh, and a lot of people were untitled Goose Game. Solid, I think. Solid choice. Mm-hmm. I really wish I did that, but also I'm I'm proud of Waluigi. You should be proud of Waluigi. And uh, just gonna shout this out: my uh, sister's family did all the Spider Verses, the Spidermans. Uh, my niece was Spider Gwen, and she got an adult haircut. She got a big girl haircut, Ooh. and so she didn't do the shaved head. She just got like a bop. <laughs> so, yeah. but then they like pinned it up so it looks cool. like it looks like that. And then they got her these two little. Um, metallic stickies so yeah. it looks like an like an eyebrow piercing and then she they got the little ballerina shoes and so she would like go on the ground and she'd do like the Love the it. crouch pose she was having a blast my older nephew did uh spider-man noir and it was Love funny because the goggles clearly didn't fit his face but he tried oh. so hard and uh my middle nephew was miles because yeah. he got that for christmas or his birthday this year and he 
loves them. Like he loves that's the costume. So great. It's also a good costume. And he wore the it's hoodie. A, it's a solid, very solid costume. It's yeah. Really cool. And then mom and dad were Mary Jane and mm-hmm. from the movie. So she got like contacts and like did the freckles and stuff and cool. then, uh, and a wig and stuff. It was, uh, it was pretty cool. Um, I think a good choices all around. Did anybody, I feel like the hard one to do out of that was, is the, um, what was the girl with the Mac spider Mac? A uh, penny. Yeah. That one would be, could little... do I, like do um you know those ones where you have a bunch of PVC pipes on you and you mm-hmm. wear like four skeletons front and back like they line you up yeah basically your arms move the arms in front and behind you mm-hmm. you ever seen those yeah do that but just make it like a big mech suit like a bit you. just make yourself a big mech suit I already planned it so the one that stood out to me was actually we were in line at the CVS to get some to because we were going to a party we were going to bring some alcohol and uh, I saw a person who was dressed as a lighthouse and I was like what the and then I saw his girlfriend and she was dressed like Robert Pattinson from the lighthouse that's good I was like this is this is good I am a little bummed there's no Willem Dafoe in this equation mm-hmm. feels like a missed opportunity maybe you're meeting up with the, your willem when you're when you're gonna arrive wherever you're going but i appreciate again thinking ahead it could have been willem dafoe as that like sea king thing that'd be great <laughs> be that'd be really good um uh next year i want to do like multiple costumes so i'm gonna kind of mm. like start planning a little bit like keep an eye I out for said stuff. i was gonna start planning and you poo-pooed that idea well don't we all say that don't we always? Doesn't yes. everybody say that? You just gotta be. Thing, I'm hey, disappointed gotta, in myself because I want to. I don't want to just buy a costume, Sam. I like to create. You know what I mean? I want to create something, and the problem is that's hard. Yeah, like, it is. it's yes, it hard is. to do. And I think about it like about five days before Halloween, and all the easy stuff is still not cheap. Because I think I brought up Looking Glass. That'd be great, but those that coat, that coat and suit he wears isn't going to be cheap. But that's why you go to a thrift store. Yeah, I know. But see, then you need the time to find the right things because you don't go to thrift stores. You're not going to just find the right thing right off the bat. No, but especially I when get, you're my size. But to be fair. We have the fanciest thrift stores in true. the whole world, that so it was true. very easy to buy the stuff I needed. Yeah, and you just also you you, you jerry rig it a little bit. My my goal is that racist? Is that uh, racist? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I, don't I don't think, think so. so. My my, my Feels goal like it is. <laughs> uh, is I would love to do the Mister Knight. We actually have him right up there. The Mister Knight version of Moon Knight. But See, that's that's, that's not going to be cheap to put together. Uh, oh oh, sorry. Oh, we just got a comment. Oh. Oh. Uh, we just got a comment. Fun fact: You may pronounce. V E T, uh, but you're wrong. It has always, it has and always will be V I T. That's from our Watchmen review. Please go check that out yeah. based on how we mispronounce. Wait, names. so you're saying it's Vit? Yeah, V Vite. Sure. Right. Um, hey, that's sure. a fun plug. Yeah, <laughs> there, there you it go. Is. Uh, you know what? Let's go ahead and hop into what we're into this week because we got to see some cool costumes. But I did want to give a quick shout out to Basketful of Heads that's coming out from DC Comics. Yes. Also, our friends at DC Comics. Sent us a very thoughtful gift. You guys couldn't hear me because my head was turned around. Yeah. Uh, they have a new high fantasy novel called The Last God. Their first uh, uh, book of it is out. And if you're watching the video right now, you can see what it looks like. They sent us this, like, like it's in a scroll wrapped around yeah. it with like, a stamp on it. And it's the first issue. The art's amazing. It's like got a um, wax seal. Uh, oh, it looks really and cool. of course we didn't break the wax seal. Are you kidding me? But we collectors over here. But on the back of it is a map. And I really want to look at I the know. map. Where you can find it online. 
Like, you remember Doom Patrol had that, like, sticker on it? Of course I didn't peel that off. No, why would yeah. I do that? <laughs> Crazy. But this was a very, this was super cool, and I really appreciate the the guys over at DC for sending this. Go check out The Last God. The first book's out right now at your local comic book store. You can buy it digitally as well. Please support this. It's cool that they're investing in something not superhero. Yeah, and I think it's that's already part of the Black Label, too, which um, Hill House is a part of. That's that's Joe Hill's horror line that he's doing over at DC, which Basketball Heads was the first issue. And it's funny because, like, very little scary things happen in it, but it's still great. Like, I'm, I'm immediately on board with the characters. Uh, I like the setup a lot. I want to go to Maine. They write about Maine so yeah, much. Yeah, based on Stephen King and Joe Hill stories, I don't know if I ever want to set foot in that state. I mean, but there's so many crime movies that are set in Los Angeles, and we live here. Yeah, that's true. That's I've true. I've seen very little crime this week. So speaking of speaking of um, comics this week, we also got the first issue of the new Hellblazer, which is part of the Sandman universe, but also we, it's part of the Sandman imprint, but it's also labeled as a black label. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think they're kind of like shuffling it over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, but it, it's really solid. Big fan. And it's interesting because I never, I never really read the Hellblazer run when it was part of Vertigo. Um, and like I pick up an issue here and there, but it's interesting that like, uh, yeah, I mean, when uh, Constantine in this is a textbook definition of the antihero because he's he's technically saving the day, but like uh, he's he he gets down and dirty, man. He makes some uh, tough. This isn't those you know Captain America like we don't trade lives situation. Nope, that's not that's not how uh, Constantine he ain't plays. To do that. And so and, and it's it's really interesting and it, and they set up a, a kind of a classic like deal with the devil situation, but the the quote unquote devil that he's dealing with is super interesting, mm-hmm. and I have no idea what it means for the rest of the series. And the characterization of Constantine and the way they tow this line of him being a total piece of shit, but you still like still kind of rooting for him to not it's it's more you're rooting for him to like figure his shit out and mm-hmm. like be, get better you know what i mean um that that whole stuff is really interesting the way it contextualizes like the issue begins in like a big crisis level magic end of time situation and he's like bitching about it the whole time because he hates this shit he doesn't want to be a part of it um and it's just that perspective on it's really interesting um yeah i, I just like this like Somebody that walks into a room full of like demons and ghosts. He walks into he walks into a hospital room to visit a friend of his, and all these demons and ghosts are waiting because they know they've been. He's like vanished, and so they're waiting for him to show up. So they figured he he'd come visit his friend. So they've all been tormenting his friend, just waiting for him to show up. And to have a character just instead of being like, oh no, demons, he just treats them like they're pests. Mm-hmm. Like hey, just get out of here, man. Like whatever. It's it's really cool. And so I'm I'm on board. I'm probably gonna keep picking it up. Uh, and even though I don't really associate. Constantine with Sandman in any way. Uh, I'm glad Sandman Universe has brought back this version of the character. I got to give a quick shout out to the Avatar The Last Airbender comic series. Yeah. I, there are, oof, let's count them really quick. The way they uh, are released are in installments of three to a okay. story. So each one has like our uh, three parters. Let me go and pull it up really quick. I've read all of them that are written by Jin Lu- Jean Luen Yang, who's okay. currently writing yeah, yeah, Superman yeah. Sla- Smashes the Clan. Which and, is great. And worked on the creation of New Superman, which I'm a yes. big fan of. Also, just a overall really good writer. I'm a yeah. big fan of him. Uh, and also, this is the same artist who does uh, Superman Smashes the Clan, so it's clear that they're working together. Yeah. This... Uh, the artist is still working on the series. There's just a new writer on it, but 
these two made one, two, three, four, five books together. Okay. And all of them are amazing. Cool. They're all these cool, they pick up exactly where the last episode ended. Like, yeah. it, like the, the minute it, it ended, that's where this story begins. And it's just cool seeing these characters have to move into more mature positions where like fi- Zuko's the Fire Lord now. Yeah. So what does that mean? What does yeah. that mean for like, do you just give all the land back to people? And there's, the, in the first book, it deals with, there's an Earth, the very first colony that the Fire Nation captured. Mm-hmm. The Earthbenders are, they've just gotten used to it now. They yeah. like that the Firebenders are there and they don't want to leave because there's the whole infrastructure of that whole area is built around this. Yeah. So just yanking it out of there is not going to work. it's been at least 100 years. Yep. Yeah. And so it's more complicated than that. Yeah. Even though they promised to give all the land back. So like, what are they supposed to do? That's very cool. And the second volume deals with finding Zuko's mom and, ooh, you best believe I got very emotional. Yeah. I, got, I got teary-eyed. They bring Azula out of prison and they cool. have to go look and, and find him. And it's a very good mystery that deals with like spirits and stuff. Oh, like, cool, cool, it, cool. It, also... Uh, a spirit that you've seen before that was like really the bad news bears. Co the face stealer. Um, he's my favorite. It's that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But it's not him. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And, uh, uh, he's, yeah. He's a he's a favorite. I'm, I'm kind of bummed he never factored back in because he was so creepy. He's very creepy. Uh, that's great. And based on Superman Smashes the Clan, I'm not surprised that it's got that because I read it after you read it and you talked about it on the show. One thing I really like about that is it's very easy to be like, oh, racism bad because it is. And if you don't think racism bad, you're crazy. You're a crazy person. I like how nuanced its exploration of for a nineteen forties radio play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Like, well, yeah, like the um, specifically or Jean Lun Yang's take on it. The the like when they're they're burning a cross on the lawn, and then the um, these this group of black men come to help, and the dad immediately wants them off. It's like this is complicated. Yeah, like, this is this is complicated because that's how his dad want it wants to be viewed as American, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, and that's that aspect has been integrated in his worldview of what being an American is. Like that's tragic. Like that's really sad. <laughs> It's but a, it's, it's interesting. It's a really yeah. – and, and that's the cool thing about like you can explore these complicated issues and still have Jimmy and Lois and Clark. They are the good – they get to be the good guys. They're not – realistically, if this was actually happening at that time, they would probably have issues too. But they that's not what comics are supposed to do. They get to be the good guys. They get to be the right ones. And then the other characters are learning and growing and dealing with this really complicated issue. It's really smart. He's doing really good work. And I also like the way that uh, Superman's parents look, at least in this – dream like sequence yeah. or it's also 1940s well so. and the way I, and I like the way they're kind of integrating this idea of how Superman processing his own identity as an immigrant mm-hmm. um, really really fascinating stuff so I know Sam was singing his praises a, a couple weeks back but seriously if you haven't had a chance to pick that up highly recommend it there are going to be two more installments and I, I'm really excited for them so and then bringing it back around yeah uh, where's Green Lantern at right now in the comics because Grant Morrison's comic, got him uh, well he fought God um, <laughs> and then uh, because it's Grant Morrison, he couldn't help but like. Because at first, it the original pitch was space cop. We're really gonna do like your general cop procedural, except the perp that's kind of uh, doping up and trying to kidnap somebody is God, and he's doping up and trying to kidnap Earth. You know what I mean? Like that's the situation. But it's grown into there's a multiversal threat um, that all the Green Lanterns from alternate dimensions have have had to team up. And I think our universe basically got rewritten, and now uh, Hal Jordan is uh, a Dark Star. Um, and I think that's so. Now we're getting the the Dark Star spinoff of Green Lantern. 
in the comics. That's that's where things are at in the comics for Hal Jordan. How long is uh, Grant Morrison working with the Green Lantern and Hal Jordan's storyline? I don't know. Because I felt like this is like the end of his first run. Yeah, this first like season or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'm interested to see where it... It could be long running. He was on Batman for a very long time. And Justice League too, right? Wasn't he yeah. Justice League for yeah, a long JLA. time? Yeah, mm-hmm. he, was, he was a long-term JLA writer. Um. Yeah. So. So it could be a minute, but it is. Uh, it's a lot. Of, I. I can't swear that I know everything that's happening all the time in the book, but I do enjoy it. That's kind of why I'm waiting. Yeah. I'm not gonna read it in one big go. Yeah. So maybe there, there's some seeds that are planted that pay off later. Yeah. Because yeah. what I read so far, I was already lost in two issues. Yeah. Three issues. But hey. But then there's those like storms that are fighting in the background and stuff like that. Some cool stuff happens. There's some cool stuff. There's some cool... But you know what is also cool is that HBO is investing in a Green Lantern TV show. Yeah. From Greg Berlanti, Mm -hmm. the helmsman of Flash Arrow, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, Black Lightning, Batwoman... Titans, Titan, Doom Patrol, Doom Patrol, Stargirl, I think. Probably. I mean, why wouldn't he be? Yeah. (laughs) Blind Spot on NBC. Yep, yep, yep. Not a superhero show, but he made a show. He also did... um, What was that? I Love You... Oh, Love Simon. I yeah, love Simon. Yeah, he, and that he was directed really that. Yeah, yeah, and that was really beloved. So, yeah, so he can do good. Yeah, he's he's done a lot of good. I mean, he he I think it was him and um, Mark Guggenheim wrote the script for the uh, not great Green Lantern movie. But I think now in hindsight, I don't think that was on, it was a lot of studio interference on that one. So it might not have been them because obviously they've had a very long. Uh, successful run with DC properties since then. Um, and uh, yeah, Greg Berlanti, Michael Green, and Mark Guggenheim uh, all had a hand in Greenland, which wasn't great. But uh, so now we're coming back to it. I was so excited watching those first trailers because I had no idea what the hell that was. Because yeah. I just didn't know com I didn't know comics back then. I didn't I was so not aware of what Green Lantern was. It was like, yeah. oh, you imagine stuff and he it becomes the life. And I was like, oh yeah. cool, so this is Genie situation mm-hmm. um and so yeah i was super super fucking bummed when that yeah. movie came out so i'm excited to see what they could possibly do with hey man you're seeing with doom patrol and titans doom patrol specifically if you get like a smaller show order not 24 episodes no. you can really flourish and with these other streaming services 13 episodes seems to be the the prime area to kind of operate and yeah. stick with that. I think it works really well. And also uh, the idea of it going into space and doing like this, just something totally different from what their other shows normally are. I think yeah. that's, that's way up. Uh, that just makes sense for HBO to go big and bold where it's like, Hey, we need like a, a, a false equivalency kind of, but like a stranger things where it's yeah. like, what's something big in sci-fi and could really get younger audiences excited. Green yeah. Lantern could be that. They might even be thinking like, what's our what's our Game of Thrones? You know what I mean? Like, what's our like big fantasy thing? And I think Star Trek Dis- Discovery has been big for CBS All Access. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's a there there is a desire for for this stuff. Now, before we go any further into our pitches for Green Lantern, let's stop by and talk about a new product that is helping us out in our day to day. May I? Yes, please. Today's episode is brought to you by a very special friend of the podcast. Now, do you guys experience stress or have anxiety or chronic pain or have trouble sleeping at least once a week? Well, you're not alone. Many of us do personally. I don't think I shy away from this. I have crazy anxiety. It's not something to brag about. And I've been, you know, I've tried my different ways of dealing with it. And I think Mm -hmm. we've all gone through different avenues. But I really want to talk about 
our friends over at Feels. Now, what is Feels? Feels is a premium CBD that's delivered directly to your doorstep. And Feels naturally helps to reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. Personally, I've just noticed since taking Feels, I've just tested it out a little bit since they sent us a few little tasters. Because yeah. uh, you are able to take it under your tongue, which I appreciate over gummies and a lot of other ways of yeah. ingesting CBD. Uh, I was able to know just notice right off the bat that I was overall a little bit more at ease and i know if i stuck to this that i would be able to get into a pattern that would be healthier and i'd be mm-hmm. able to enjoy my days better yeah. which is definitely a plus and like i said just taking a few drops of feels under your tongue and you'll feel the difference in minutes that's how i felt it and i have people in my life who have used cbd when it comes to trouble sleeping i know yeah. I, there's a lot of people my age that are have a very big problem when it comes to insomnia and feels might be right for you when it comes to dealing with that. And if you're new to CBD, no worries. Feels offers free CBD hotline and text message support to help you guide your personal experience. Also, if you go to their website, you can learn a lot about this product and how they've used CBD to help their customers. Feels works naturally to help you feel better. There's no high hangover or addiction. Join the Feels community to get Feels delivered to your door every month. You'll save money on every order and you can pause or cancel at any time. Guys, I've said it before, I'll say it again. Feels has me feeling my best every day and it can help you too. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash stupid and you'll get 50% off. That's not 15. That's five zero. Fit half off your first order. And you also get it with free shipping, which I don't want you always a big fan of the free shipping. So that's half off and free shipping. It's insane. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash S-T-U-P-I-D to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping feels.com slash stupid gang just check them out see what they're about we trust them and i hope you guys enjoy them too now back to the show so sam green lantern you you know what greg berlanti's called you up he's dialed up your number and he's like sam basher i want you to be the pilot this green lantern show for me mm-hmm. what do you what do you pitch or he wants to hear your pitch uh-huh. yeah what's so your, what's i your immediately i'm like please take me off your call list <laughs> i don't want these anymore because i know it would be bullshit then he calls back and i'm like again i said it. i talked to the guy before you don't sound like the same person who picked up the phone please get off this uh please delete my number Man, I've been getting so many goddamn robocalls. Hilton Rewards wants to give you a free trip I've, to yeah, Cancun. I've, I've been I've been in the car with you when you get some of those uh, robocalls. There was someone who tried to. They're like, "We're auditing your father." <laughs> it was like, uh, I called my dad. I was like, "Hey, is this real?" He's like, "No, it's not real." Yeah. It's like, so they called back, and I was like, "Hey, so like, what, what info do you need from me?" He was like, "I just need like his phone number." I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." Just like, well, what am I gonna say to to him when I give this number to them, or like when I give yeah. you the number? And they were like, "Oh, you know, we're like we're auditing him." I'm like, "Yeah, like." For what? Yeah. And they're like, uh, they start getting really angry at me. And then they hung up. It was Classic. Nice. Um, but, you know, Greg Berlanti's probably more of a class act than that. So mm-hmm. I'd have to assume at yeah. this point uh, he wouldn't be like that. So I'd pitch that you get the origin story in the first episode. That's fine. Yeah. Pitch it the way that the Flash pilot worked where it's, it should feel like kind of like a movie. Yeah. When you're you're getting the him off world. He's starting to train. He goes up against maybe a small potatoes threat. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. your beat cop. Like it's your first arrest or something like that. But uh-oh, this guy's got a bomb strapped to his chest. <gasps> and uh-oh, he's got to help him out. And he ends up in the first like three episodes have him out in space. Yeah. We have Hal, I, I, let's say Hal Jordan for now. Mm-hmm. But I, I have a, I want to. I mean, we have options. We have a, so many to pick <laughs> from. You have him uh, learning what it means to be a cop himself because he's mm-hmm. not a cop. He's yes, a fighter that's pilot. True. And actually, are any of the Green Lanterns cops? Ryan uh, 
excuse me, yeah. the redhead. Guy Gardner? Was kind of one. Okay. Yeah, because it's and like... And John was in the military. John was in the military. But he wasn't a cop. He wasn't a cop. Um, uh, and I think he was. he's primarily known for, outside of being in the military, for doing construction, for being an architect. Yeah. And uh, my favorite just the timing and all that stuff kyle kyle uh, uh wow kyle rayner because i love the idea of because he has space cop but also tool that lets you imagine anything so giving that to an artist a young artist yeah that's super cool yeah but what's cool is if you gave someone with anxiety that that's the other jessica, jessica cruz because i think those all represent different aspects of it because i like kyle because he represents the creativity of it which I, I like a lot but jessica represents the more modern idea of it representing will versus fear overcoming that was focusing on the overcoming great fear part so jessica's another great choice simon's, so simon simon's a cool character i don't i don't know if his story factors into those elements at all but yeah they do over Overcoming fear, and it's written at a time where, like John, I think John Stewart was written at a time. His origin story is super racist for Hal Jordan. He looks very bad. If you will read that original comic, where John, he, John Stewart. John Stewart is saying like, "Hey, this like senator." Basically, the senator's like, "Yeah, he's racist, like a hundred percent." And Hal Jordan calls him a bunch of names, and it was like, "How dare you say that?" And they find it was real, and he doesn't really apologize for it. And they're like, "And you know what? You are a Green Lantern. <laughs> we'll move on from this." And I'm not at fault at all. Yeah, it's awful. And I think Simon Baz is a reflection of that with just a slight more nuance and grace when it comes <laughs> to storytelling about what it means to be someone who's Middle Eastern, a Middle Eastern American yeah. um, and w- overcoming the fear of leaving your house yeah. and dealing with just everyday casual racism and very over violent racism. Yeah. And I, I that in your pilot might be a weird take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not that you couldn't do that, but it's weird that that yeah. might be the character that you choose. That being said, uh, going back to the pitch, in the first three episodes, you have him dealing with the scope and the scale of what he has to deal with because you have to learn what it means to be a cop, but also you're dealing with a sector and having a character have to come to graps, uh, to like grapple what that means exactly because mm-hmm. you might have the streets or the quadrant that you deal with in your city mm-hmm. and that's already a lot yeah. and you need to be able to on be on call and get there and help those people when you're supposed to yeah. and in, and enforce and uphold a law that you need to somehow come to terms with as well because he's kind of yanked off earth and all of a sudden he's like and you're cop yeah. like imagine if that happened to real cops <laughs> like you picked up a, a badge yeah. and then you're like guess you're a cop yeah. those are santa claus rules and thank god we don't live in that wild yeah, west world yeah they're santa claus because it'd be more like you pick up a gun it's like well i guess you're in charge now <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um so I, I like the idea of having a character having to come to terms with that and you need to be able to bring the characters back home, kind of like Voltron, where they eventually like you yeah. got to come back home after your big space adventure and and deal and figure out what that means. Like you get to meet his family, you get to see Carol, mm-hmm. and also I like the idea if we establish in the series that uh, it's who's his dad, who's not his dad, his space dad, his purple space dad that gives him his ring. He's not a dad. Uh, um, Abinsur. Abinsur. Yeah. There's a reason why he came to Earth specifically. Yeah. And I think we start seeing that a little bit, that there are more alien threats that are coming to Earth every single day. I think it'd be fun to have it be like a wider DC universe where it's like, this isn't just like a world with just Green Lantern. Like yeah. have it be a world where like Superman's here and stuff. Like yeah. why are aliens constantly coming here? Supergirl kind of plays with that. And once our Green Lantern comes back to Earth and starts seeing their family. He starts dealing with threats specifically from Earth. He's able to leave every once in a while and do like big cosmic 
like yeah. threats. But we save the, up the budget a little bit for every, every, every few episodes. Uh-oh, oh, bottle thing. episode. Yeah. He's making stuff inside of this mall. Like, <laughs> I don't know. You, you, you figure something out. But um, I, I like the for idea. For some reason, every three episodes, his ring doesn't work. Oh, yeah. It's very important. Oh, I just, I'm too afraid. Yeah. Too when you have to recharge it, it's not like you just hold it up to the lantern. You have to set it on there for 24 hours. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> like a cell phone. Yeah. It's a bummer. <laughs> Hey, but you know everyone's got to be nerfed somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, but and by the end of the thirteen episodes, you have like a parallax. Not exactly. Yeah. Don't need to do the. Don't need to retread what the movie was. But I think either dealing with fear is really interesting, or dealing with like the dark stars are like a more violent police force. Right? Mm-hmm. Is what they kind of black stars. Yeah. Um, dealing with. Uh, like the antithesis of that, I think, or Manhunters, because that's a classic where it's like... Manhunters are good. So you did you, you never watched the animated Green Lantern I just Lantern realized show. it was on the DC Universe app. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Like, I was genuinely surprised with how good it was. And the the first season deals with the Red Lantern Corps, and the second season deals with the Manhunters, um, which ends up getting tied up with the Anti-Monitor. Like, it's crazy. Cool. Um, and they did something cool where they gave him, because he's supposed to go to the outer sectors, and it's too far for him, for his ring to just take him. So he actually has a ship that he goes on, and there's like a crew. Uh, it's him, Kilowog. Um, I can't remember. the. Com- there's an AI that runs the ship. that She's, she's part of it as well. It might be Aya. Um, and then one red, Lan- of course you got the one red lantern. That's like, I guess I'll begrudgingly help you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Classic. Um, and they've got cool red lanterns. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it was, it was an interesting setup for a show, um, that I feel like there's some parallels with what you're, what you're talking about here as well. The, one of the best bits is at the, cause he's been out at the far sector fighting the red lanterns and at the end of the, uh, at the beginning of the second season, he comes back, and so since he's been gone for some long, so long, they had a replacement, and it's Guy Gardner, and he immediately, he immediately like him. hates him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and everybody loves Guy Gardner more than Hal Jordan, uh, and so there's just this this fun uh, rival, rivalry. Oh, okay, so it's it is split up kind of. I think it aired as two seasons, but it's technically one. See, if you want to go watch it, it's twenty six yeah. episodes. Yes. So you can go watch all And it's those. interesting because we never got to Sinestro becoming... Uh, Sinestro is still a Green Lantern, I think, by the end of the season. So, but he's, he's kind of like... There's some suspicious stuff going on there. And I think a fun exploration by the end of it is revealing the multiple lantern, like different colors of lanterns. Uh, yeah, I feel like don't do that too quick. Yeah, kind of like we've earn got, it a little bit. Yes. But also talk about when he like learns about it, you can learn that like there are different symbols for the other like lanterns. And that's all we say. Like yeah. We can come back to it later and I think yeah. that'd be cool also if this show started introducing other lanterns like john and guy and everybody and kyle give them a different ring because they did that constantly in the comics yeah and they never stuck to it like they'd always flirt with the idea of like uh oh kyle rayner is now the one they kyle rayner was the big one because obviously a whole generation like me grew up with them so it's, it's the same shit they did with wally when they brought barry back it's like no wally's still cool they made him kill a bunch of innocent people not that, <laughs> not that. Uh, but it's one of those like no he's still cool because they he had him pair off with ion who was the good version of parallax mm-hmm. uh and then he became a white lantern and it's just they can't and then he was the omega lantern when he was with the omega man and they can't like commit to just let him be different mm-hmm. there's there's seven of them like, Have your like? Why didn't when they rebooted Titans? Why wasn't Kyle a part of it? You know, it's so cool. He joined it at the end, right when it got would have been really cool, uh, especially since he's supposed to be a younger lander. Now we've got Teen Lander, who I'm a big supporter of. But like, seriously, for my money, fine. You want to keep Hal around, fine. For my money, Hal should still be bad or dead, uh, and then either have and then have. Uh, 
Guy should be a Red Lantern because I always think it's super cool when he's a Red Lantern. John, John could still be a Green Lantern, but maybe he can be one of the other ones. Kyle, have him be a White Lantern. And then maybe your only Green Lanterns are like Simon and Jessica and maybe now Teen Lantern. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or some variation. Maybe Hal's of, like leading him. And he's like, if oh, you no, want to uh, keep Hal around, that's fine. But then uh, Simon and Jessica and then have Kyle be off, be off doing like, because I love, don't get rid of Kyle, but I have him be a White Lantern. That's what if cool. he was dead? No. What if he was the one that what went evil? What if Wally killed him? What if Wally killed him? <laughs> uh, could happen. You never know. I, I think introducing like other lanterns and the idea, like it's kind of fun having a an ability that's transferable like that, where yeah. you could uh, maybe Hal and John know each other. That could really streamline a lot of stuff. Like they, they, they don't kinda, have to know each other. Like they don't need to be like blood brothers. They kind of did that in um, Jeff John's Green Lantern run. There was a I think it was called First Flight. Was like kind of the flashback to his. Uh, slight retooling of the origin where him and because um, uh, Hal's Air Force and John's Marines there are a bunch of Marines at a bar and a bunch of Air Force at a bar and they get in a bar fight and John and Hal fight and that's so they kind of kind of know each other kind of flirt with each other they kind of flirt with each other I mean it could happen you never know Uh, and the idea of maybe setting up Carol early like she doesn't have to be a villain because I think wasn't it Star Sapphire was like if you don't love me I'll fucking murder your family (laughs) vaguely but then they're like no she's love Mm -hmm. question mark they're good they're basically good at this point well I mean it's interesting because they were trying to do you know stuff like rage and, and greed were bad but they also tried to have one that you know, because love should be positive, but the star sapphires are kind of antagonistic. Also, very little clothes. Mm-hmm. Very one of my favorite ones. I think John Stewart becomes the star sapphire at one point, and he has the big like chest window. Good. It was pretty. It was a pretty good design. You know what? The my favorite though are is compassion because it's just so. It feels nefarious. The compassion. Oh the yeah, yeah, yeah. Lanterns could emulate other lantern powers, but also they're all prisoners that mm-hmm. have to wear it so yes. they can learn what they did wrong and they it's like it's just really complicated yeah the one that always bummed me out was hope because it's kind of lame it's boring it yeah. only works when there's a green lantern yeah nearby. it's it's really why would you want to be there <laughs> yeah, it's really Saint a Walker bummer is cool though Saint, well, the designs of all of them are cool and that's what the that's why uh, uh what they're like it's 500 million dollars an episode to make the green lantern show yeah whatever it ends up being like, like I, oh and it's uh and i was also bummed with the red lanterns because it's like oh red lantern's cool i remember when i was a kid i designed my own red lantern but it was, it was just green lantern but red mm-hmm. and now it's like, red's no, a cooler color no they vomit blood and it's a lot i'm like no it's gross it's napalm yeah. napalm oh, blood i love it also your heart gets eaten out from the inside yeah it's rough like if it's... you didn't get off you die <laughs> look forward to that uh yellow lantern's pretty much safe if you no. wanted to be a bad guy with no other like repercussions like the orange lantern that's, that's just one person. Yeah, that's why I, I do like that. And all the other Lantern cores, all the people he killed that are like constructs he makes. That's pretty cool. Yeah, he, I think what they, he showed was, they did this whole epi- uh, issue one time where it was like, what did he do? He, oh, he like took over a Brainiac. Like, oh, cool. Brainiac like five or whatever the one, not Brainiac five, but the one that's a robot. Yeah. Um, and uh, he was kind of controlling and keeping it alive, and eventually it tried to turn on him. He killed it. He's like, oh, thank God I can die. And it's like, no, <laughs> now you're stuck with him Jeez. for eternity. Bummer. Yeah, I think Larfley shows up in the uh, animated series, and it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's pretty solid. The, all the all the villains are cool. Um, I would like them just showing as many weird aliens as they possibly could. Yeah. Remember when they, so in Injustice 2, they, mm-hmm. you can play as Atrocitus with Dexter, yes. and that's fun. Trotsis looks really bad in that game. <laughs> yeah, like, and there's yeah. a there's a cool way to do it. Yeah. He's like a T Rex person, basically. Yeah, 
Well, hopefully he just he, looks he better. Should, he should look like uh, um, uh, Koopa, King Koopa at the end of the Mario Brothers movie. When he's, a, when he's a T-Rex Or person. one of the Goombas. Yeah, there you go. Just make the head bigger. So for me, uh, I've, I, you've heard me say this before. I've said it. I was always surprised that they, with the success of Flash. Mm-hmm. I was always surprised that they didn't try and do a Green Lantern show on CW to try and rehabilitate the brand. Because there's this sense of they, they announced a Green Lantern core movie and they kept pushing it off and kept pushing it off and kept pushing it off. And there was this sense that like it's toxic. You know, you can't whatever. Uh, it can't be that bad. Wait, that's because it's weird because it's like you Bat- had one bad Batman, movie. Batman. Yeah, Batman had like a bunch of bad movies and we all <laughs> got past that. You, you you did three Zack Snyder movies before you started making good ones. And like, those are on. all DC. Yeah. All DC's bad. By the way, it's isn't it weird that George Clean was Batman? Yes. It's, very much it's so. It's really hard to remember because Val Kilmer was Batman. Yes. That's fine. Uh, Michael Keaton was Batman. Yes. Christian Bale's Batman. Ben Affleck was Batman. Yeah. I cannot, for the life of me, convince myself that I've seen that movie a bunch of times that George Clooney is Batman. It's weird that you said you've seen it a bunch of times. Bunch of times. So many times. As a kid. Come on. I That was that and Phantom Menace. I had a very similar relationship with where I saw them in theaters. And you're, I was too young to realize, like, to articulate, wait, like, Wait, was that movie bad? Like mm. I couldn't like I was I would have been much younger than you, so I'm like, oh cool, and this is pod racing. Yeah, and I would have been because that's exactly what I wanted. To, you're not used to like bad movies. like it's Batman and I like Batman. Why would I go see a bad movie? So I should <laughs> like this movie, like because I don't know why it's bad. Like Star Darth Maul was cool. Mm-hmm. Double lightsaber. I like that movie. Well, couldn't ponytails. Yeah, a lot of ponytails. So I I was thinking, my thought was you know, obviously, if you're doing it for CW money, you can't go off doing space adventures. You can't do it. So this is this sure was, try. This was my thought back in the day, especially because Flash does some impressive stuff. Mm. You know what I mean with its CG and everything. Considering it's TV, I gotta, I do kind of have to throw some of the stuff with Bloodwork under the bus this season, where the goop covers the hand. Mm-hmm. It looks really dated. Bad, yeah. Yeah, it looks really dated. Um, and like you said, Supergirl's been teasing some alien stuff, right? So my thought was, she might be an alien. Um, and there was, the, you know, they'd been flirting with the like uh, Easter eggs that maybe John Diggle was John Stewart. That was the fan thing. I was like, what if you committed that? What if you did a spinoff where um, you had John going back to his hometown or whatever, and uh, he runs into an old buddy of his that's Hal Jordan. You get like an older, more seasoned actor, and you find out that like Hal has been a Greenland because we we teased Ferris Air and Hal Jordan in those shows as well. So he's been off doing the Green Lantern thing for a while. A threat comes to Earth. Um, How is incapacitated? Oh, my my cool bit was uh, that I thought would be cool. Because here, here's my issue. I actually kind of don't like Jon Stewart. I think he's kind of boring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I know he, for like because of Justice League Unlimited and all that. Like and he was more interesting in that. He, he's kind of like the go-to Green Lantern for a lot of people, which is cool. Because Hal doesn't really do it for me either. Um, but I just, of the Green Lanterns, for some reason, Jon Stewart just doesn't click for me. But if you make him Diggle, I love Diggle. And so if you say that's John Stewart, like that character is really interesting. And so I was thinking, what if Hal got incapacitated? And as the ring goes to find somebody else, John's like, screw that. And he grabs it and he put he basically decides I'm a Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not gonna let forget what this ring's gonna try and do. Through sheer force of will, I'm deciding that I'm a Green Lantern right now. And he saves the day. He does the thing, he saves the day. And so Hal's like, Well, here's the deal. For some reason. A ton. Of, it's basically the Men in Black setup. 
ton of aliens are just coming to earth as kind of like a waypoint like we we've, we've got them all here so we need agents specific i'm gonna go off and do space junk we need agents stationed here to keep track of the here stuff and figure out why every alien's coming to earth for whatever reason and so it's the bulk of the series is earthbound as um john and maybe a partner maybe guy maybe kyle Maybe you because it's a C, if this scenario it's a CW scenario you've got your guy in the chair maybe two or three guys in the chair you could have all the Earth you could have Jessica you could have Simon you could have Kyle they're all there they're all part of this like CSI Miami team of Green Lanterns very good one to pick yeah. very good one. Um, it's more of an your, NCIS but go on. okay but John's your but John's your John's your main guy and that's your team of Earth Green Lanterns as they're solving stuff and you start I I was thinking like. Maybe you start off with like Legion, which I think is a which is an army of yellow robots that you know get some of the sea lusters out of the gate. You build to Sinestro because maybe even Sinestro season two because um, he's your he's your top dog. Like you said, you you hold you have to earn the multiple lantern cores because mm-hmm. then you get it just gets too bogged down. You know what I mean? So I, I but my understanding is that's not if this is full. This is supposed to this show is supposed to be full space stuff. That's crazy to me. Um, Solomon YR says, I don't know. I just don't know. I just don't know. I don't need them to spend a bunch of time on Earth. Go big or go home and just keep the story centered on the core in space, which would be really cool. Yeah, I just, you think money-wise, like, how do you do Kilowog on a, like a, I guess they have got, um, in Discovery, they've got uh, Doug Jones in full makeup, like he's in a full costume the whole time, so maybe you do Kilowog practically? Uh, well, man, I think you could do Kilowog with CGI, and I it think you It just depends on how much good. money you're able to throw. Look at Game of Thrones dragons. Those were used Yeah, a, but like, a that's lot. a lot of money. It is, but hey, that's what the, they want to invest. Okay. I mean, I, I'm all for it. But no, also, don't do the CGI costumes. Give us some real costumes. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Please, for a little and I want it to be, I don't know about you, but I'd like it to be in the CW universe, because I want to see Barry hang out with Green Lantern I, and, and bring Oliver back, maybe through time travel shenanigans or something. So that's not going to happen. Oh. <laughs> I just don't see that happening, but I wouldn't mind a, like a wider DC universe. I think that'd be yeah. really cool. Cool. And also, just like, shouldn't Green Lantern and Superman hang out more? Or shouldn't he be more wary of Superman? Just keep an eye on him. Let me ask you this. Caitlin Conway wants Ryan Reynolds. Go on. I, you know what? I'm honestly surprised that they didn't. Um, an idea I floated out there every once in a while. I was like, opening a Justice League, Green Light crashed the Earth, and it's Ryan Reynolds, Hal Jordan, and he dies letting the Justice League know, like, hey, Darkseid's literally knocking at your door, and then his ring goes and finds Jon Stewart. Mm-hmm. And so now, there you go. That was your... Or, at that point, the Ryan Reynolds stock was back on the rise, because at Deadpool's like, just bring him back. Like, mm-hmm. it's just... It doesn't matter. Nobody's going to care. Just bring Ryan Reynolds back, give him a cooler costume, and call it a day. You know yeah. what I mean? And just move on. But let me let me ask you what you would prefer. The Green Lantern show on HBO Max. Would you prefer it to be in the CW Arrowverse and hang out with Grant Gustin's Barry Allen or would you prefer like a Titan situation where maybe this Green Lantern does get to hang out with Barry Allen and Oliver Queen but it's their own version of Barry Allen I'd rather have that why just because those shows are ending and that doesn't mean that they have full ownership of who those characters are I like what they've done with them but also with a budget wouldn't wouldn't it be cool if they made Flash look cooler Mm -hmm. or they made the Green Arrow actually feel like like a green arrow. Like, yeah. i sure Batman light is fun for Arrow, and we've liked it for, like, a long time. It's not like a bad... It wasn't a bad decision. I liked it. Yeah. But, like, you can do new, incar- like, incarcerations, incarnations <laughs> of these characters, and it would be interesting, because I've liked... I like the thought process for Titans, for the most part. Like, yeah. Ian Glenn 
has been an interesting choice for Batman. Well, I think... Could you I, imagine if he was like, oh, a new Green Lantern. Yeah. Like, he jaunts down the street as, like, Adam West Batman. It's like, you know, go, ahead, go to sleep. You know you're Alfred. Go to sleep. Here's, here's the thing that I think makes me, like, see see that side of it. Because, I, I, you know, it'd be cool to see the Flash we've known for a while hang out with him. But, like, I love Manu Bennett as Deathstroke. But S.A. Morales... Uh, Asai Morales um, is so good as Deathstroke, and it's and it's and it's just a different it's just a different take. You know what I mean? And so, be, yeah, I'm you know what I'm open to a different take, Flash and and um, a Green Arrow. Have some fun. Yeah, that's all we're doing. Having fun. By the way, you said Green Lantern first flight a while ago. That's the name of the Six Flags ride at Six Flags Magic Mountain. I also think it's bring the a name. Coke can and you can get half off tickets every weekend. I think it's also the name of the animated movie they tried to do. It is. Mm-hmm. Um, first Flight, though, it w- it felt like what I assume being sterilized felt like. <laughs> it really... It is the, It is an all... It moves in one axis, yeah. up and down. I mean, I guess it's why, not, not the Not the animated movie. No Y. No Y axis. Or <laughs> X and Y. No Z axis. Yeah. So we just got... It kind of yanks you up and down and side to side and it makes the shape of the lantern logo and then you're done uh, but you're sitting in this like cradle type position mm-hmm. and it just bangs your nards right into dust i'll be honest um anybody sitting in those chairs walked out with a little bit of a waddle <laughs> like you just got off a horse something to look forward to yeah, yeah so if it's better than that ride and better than the movie we're we're off to a bang up start you want to go on the ride no i don't know if you I think you do fell for it. I don't know. So I'd be like, oh, bummer. Oh, no. I can't go on it. Do you ever go to Six Flags Magic Mountain, by the way? No. So do you know they have a Riddler ride there? Because I'm not a big roller coaster guy. But do you know they have a Riddler ride there? I'm aware. So do you know it's a stand-up ride? It's cool. No. So it has the same harness that, that that the Green Lantern ride has. Yeah. But then when you sit down, they're like, you can sit, you can be seated. Yeah. But if you wanted to, you can just stand up. And, you, and you're still safely put inside the, the thing. It's fine. I don't think I like any of that. Yeah, you know, you got you got you got you got to be good got to get off your get out of your comfort zone you got to no, try man, it i don't i've listen okay i've i've tried i've tried the hulk ride at universal orlando i have no idea what that is it's a roller coaster um, I believe you. <laughs> no, it's a roller coaster, and then Space Mountain, and I just don't like the feel. I don't like the feeling roller coasters create for me. Space Mountain. I know it's tame, but here's I'm also a tall boy, and you just get these little flashes of like beams and stuff, and I just feel like my head's gonna get clipped off. You know what I, I mean? Uh, old optometrist used to say that his son stood up on Space Mountain and got a black eye. <laughs> <laughs> like if it was just a black eye. Did Did Audrey clip her finger on space mountain like her hand went up and that it made like, me feel something. sick when you said that because i feel like that's true yeah <laughs> yeah there was it's tiny well they did that test a while ago again optometrist yeah dr zeltzer he <laughs> um he said they they did a test yeah. <laughs> everyone listen up my eye doctor's talking he said they did a test where they put like six foot beams up yeah. like metal poles um in the seats and they just had it run because they apparently didn't test for the height. Yeah. And they came back a foot shorter. <laughs> Dr. Zeltzer, I would love you to come on here and explain yourself. <laughs> explain yourself. No, here's one thing we do need to do. And we probably should have prepared for this ahead of time. Who won? What Green Lantern would you choose? Don't Not what you think they're going to choose. It's going to be how. But what, do you, what, would, what would you choose and who would you cast? Also, really important, I was about to ask, since they've adapted video games, board games, uh, into movies and TV shows, do you think they'll ever adapt roller coasters? And I just realized Disney did that. It's called Pirates of the Caribbean and the Haunted Mansion movies. Yeah, those are technically not, uh, I think those are called dark rides. 
Let's face it, it's a theme park attraction. Yeah, but it's not a roller coaster because I enjoy those and I don't enjoy roller coasters. You're a fool. <laughs> it feels like what a plane crash feels like, yeah. but you land at the end. It's so much fun. And you it's also so jump much... out of a plane with a parachute, you crazy person. It's fun. You're missing out. Oh, God. A healthcare enrollment just came through. Um, gang being an adult fucking blows. Let's talk about superheroes. You yeah, so who, who would be your Green Lantern and who would you cast? And I can't pick Ryan Reynolds. You can't. You can pick whoever you want. I feel like I can't pick Ryan Reynolds. I feel like he'd be, at this point, a little pricey for your HBO Max show. Okay, let's go with kind of like an oddball one, but someone you've seen in HBO properties before and done more dramatic roles that we've seen in movies this year. I don't know. I think you might be getting a feel for who I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Um, But this person has comedic chops, and I think that could really help with a show like this. But it can do a more serious role. Thomas Middleditch as your Hal Jordan. (laughs) As that, like, think of like a tech billionaire type character like a like um in silicon valley Mm -hmm. he gets the ring Uh uh-oh what's he using that ring to do to get out of awkward situations now a real serious answer who's a good you know who would be a really good guy gardener the guy who plays hawk on titans 100 percent. yeah 100 percent. also uh tyrese has always campaigned to be john stewart it's like no your personality you're 100 guy gardener yeah 100 man you're not stoic enough to be john are you kidding me you know what i will say for john stewart because we just this review will come to uh uh, youtube.com slash links to be answered soon but we just watched waves and there's a scene like sterling k brown is a superlative actor there's a scene where he's working out with his son and you're like oh my god yeah he'd he be a good john stewart Jack. he would be a great john stewart um by the way idris elba everyone's like he's not playing deadshot in the new suicide squad movie yeah. but he has a daughter so you're like okay so that was all of deadshot <laughs> stuff in the yeah. first movie he's probably deadshot but what if they're like oh we have this we have we're actually bringing another army liaison to like oversee this new suicide squad that you're building and there's actually some like cosmic threat so john stewart's going to be this Boom. marine yeah. john stewart's going to be over like watching over what you guys are doing and seeing if it's up to snuff and then all of a sudden when you get into a big fight yeah. boom boom green lantern ring pops up that'd, be, that'd dope. be cool that'd be cool and then he goes off to his hbo series just and everyone's like, like wait do i have to watch the movie to understand what's happening here it's yeah, like a yeah. lot of references and then uh, uh just like everybody thought scott eastwood in the first suicide squad was hal jordan they did. They did. They no, did. he was just a dead person. Yeah. <laughs> he was just a dude. What did he do in that movie? So I watched it recently. Thank yeah. you for this plug. Over on One More Time with Sam Basher, Pat Graziosi joined me to rewatch that movie. So he's just a guy. Yeah. And if, but did he die with Croc? He, yeah. Okay. So the, he died because uh, Enchantress's brother Incubus came back to life, and he started killing people in a bank? Train station. Train station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Who could say? Because it's a train station, then he gets upstairs and there's a vault. So okay, cool, cool, cool. Who cares? Yeah. Um, but what happened was Enchantress was tasked with taking a bomb that had a two-second timer on it <laughs> and then putting it on the boy, on the bad boy, and coming back. But then she runs away. Yeah. And what happened was is Joel Kimmon armed it for a second. Enchantress grabbed it, was going to take it, but then dropped it, so he stopped it. Yeah. And at the end of the movie, there was still... We find out, sorry, at the end of the movie, he just left that bomb down there, <laughs> and then he walked away from it later. Yeah. And so they go and pick up that bomb, yeah. this big bomb that they left downstairs, <laughs> uh, and then they set it, and apparently they can't change the timer now. Yeah. So it has one second on it, so it, Scott Eastman has to, Eastman oh, has that's to right, that's click right. it to make it go off. I've never seen the extended cut. I have no idea if it improves his character. <laughs> Couldn't tell you. Scott Eastwood is interesting, but he kind of, uh, not for... 
I'm sure he's good and stuff. I just haven't yeah. seen a role that's really that's wowed me. Yeah, yeah. specifically, um, Aaron Taylor no, Johnson. And what about what is about a bad choice? What what about specific specific rim? <laughs> what about Pacific Rim Upside Uprising? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Take a breath. Take a breath. You're not breathing enough. Um, so for me, my Green Lantern always. Oh and, wait, I know who it is. May I? Sorry. Yeah. Do a preamble, please. It, it's my Green Lantern forever and ever always. Amen. Is Elijah Wood. Uh, there it is. No, uh, <laughs> uh, it's Kyle Rayner. Back in the day, because because he was the Green Lantern when Superman introduced him. It was roughly Hal Jordan's introduction, but it was Kyle Rayner. Oh. And they made his hair brown, so they just kind of like. Put the two characters together. He's an artist, but he still ran into Ab and Sir and all that stuff. Uh, and if you're going to do that, and also there might be merit, and if you do your Green Lantern core movie, having this Green Lantern, you, there's so many of them. You could have it be in the same universe, and you're just following different Green Lanterns. Mm-hmm. Um, Angel Bismarck Curiel is in Pose. I hope I said his last name right. Um, uh, he plays uh, Little Poppy in mm-hmm. Pose, and he's really good. And I think he'd be a really good uh, Kyle Rayner. That's pretty good. Yeah, you know. With Sterling K. Brown as his tough mentor, John Stewart. That'd be cool. Yeah. And but you need a, you need to like show a picture. And of then Al Jordan's the bad guy. That could be cool. That he turned. It'd really yeah. piss off Jeff Johns. <laughs> Ooh, you know, it'd be fun is if John Stewart's your like lead. Yeah, yeah. Or Kyle's your lead. John's mentoring him, and it's like, yeah, we need a lot of human ones because we have one human lantern who turned, and he keeps coming back to Earth, and like, yeah. it's really, it's a big problem. Yeah. Like, we don't know what to do about it. Um, and they're like, actually, we're just going to keep kind of scooping up humans because they end up being good. Yeah. This one turned. Then he becomes a hero again. You know, he does a classic arc. He, becomes, he redeems himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dies redeeming himself, so that way we feel all good about it. And again. then he becomes the Spectre for a season, and then he takes over the whole show from everybody else. He turns into the literal hand of God. Yes. And he looked cool. To I, be fair, he did look. My he, first thought was, "White guys are always failing up." <laughs> <laughs> they, I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I wonder uh, if the me thought, being topical. I think the. I, I wonder if the bit was like, "What do we do with Hal Jordan?" Well, Spectre has a lot of green in his costume, so let's just. And that one really. Can you anybody name him? Jim Corgan couldn't hear what you said over there. It's Hal Jordan now. That's who it is. Bingo, bango, bongo. They they did. Um, they used to do in front of their DC animated movies these little shorts, and the Spectre got a short that was really cool. I'm trying to think of who would be a Hal like a really good Hal Jordan actor. Scott Eastwood. If you want someone that. I'm trying to say this in a nice way. Um, someone who dies very quick. Mm-hmm. Kyle Chandler could actually be pretty good as yeah, Hal Jordan. Yeah, yeah. If you wanted an older, older Hal Jordan, I, um, I Ooh, honestly Michael think, Douglas. Yeah, I, yeah, right. I think, um, you know, honestly, if you wanted, if you went the whole Ant Man route, that he was the Green Lantern in the '60s, Ooh, uh, which isn't a oh, bad take. If he was Alan Scott. By the way, 100%, and I'm such a fucking nerd, I can't get it out of my head. Every time I t- watch The Good Place, I'd love to see Ted Danson as Alan Scott. He'd be very good. Like, especially on these shows, if he's hanging out with John Wesley Shipp as Jay Garrick, like, I, I just, every time I see Ted Danson, it's like, we we missed the boat. You should have been a superhero. We didn't do that shit back when you were, like, yeah, doing was, the Cheers days. I mean, he was doing blackface on stage. Well, you know, let's... We've forgotten about yeah, that, huh? Yeah. Now he's a national treasure. Yeah. So he gets a pass now. <laughs> um, but, like, just watch him on Good Place. It's like, you'd be such a good, like... Because uh, in Stargirl, they're talking about having the JSA. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, just... you. 
we need to we need to cast this guy's chin as a superhero, man. Like, come on. At least the chin. At least the chin. Just model it. Get it in a computer quick before it's gone. Yeah. He's so so like Alan, and my brain always goes to Alan Scott, and it's just ugh, do it, man. Fucking uh, Christ oh. of Infinite, Earth, Infinite Earths is coming up. Have him help me out here. Yeah. Uh, Stark kids from Game of Thrones. Yes. Not Kit Harrington. Richard Madden. For Jordan. Jordan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say. That's You'd my vote. Good. There's, be, there's uh, my legitimate vote. Yeah. But he's in Eternals. He's right in now. Eternals right now. And um Like that wasn't supposed to be in humans, but they messed all that up. Yes, they did. But now we're gonna get it again, probably. Uh man, who is the who would be the A number one, A plus, Hal Jordan? It's easy. Um, it's on the tip of your tongue. Here it goes. Wait. Anson Mount is not a bad, awful choice. It's not, it's not, it's not. <laughs> He's on Star Trek Discovery. The worst choice. I, you know what? At the time, it was. I still think Ryan Reynolds could work in a better movie. And they were talking about Bradley Cooper, and I think he'd be really good. He would be. And they were also talking about him for uh, Barry Allen, and it's like missed opportunity because that would have been. I don't know if it would have done better than Green Lantern, but it's like. Mm-hmm. You should have tried. <laughs> should have tried. Yeah. But I'm interested to see how this all unfurls. Gang, yes. we want to hear from you. What other. Uh, how you want to see this Green Lantern show play out. Supermax said, I'd love a full space story like Green Lantern Earth 1 or Morrison's Green Lantern, where it's a creepy origin and they're, they're, they're full space cop. That'd be cool. Danny M writes, I want to see Kyle Rayner Green Lantern show. He is half Hispanic, so it would be great to see someone like me up on the screen wielding a ring. Also, all the other lanterns like Hal, John, uh, every guy, even guy, can treat him like a rookie then in the later seasons we see simon jessica and kyle show them the ropes growth the green lantern academy show may be very cool there yeah. we go i read that really poorly but you get the gist of what <laughs> i was get saying the gist. but let us know what you thought over on our discord which you could join for oh there's a puppy getting up right now um oh, for as low as five bucks a month at patreon.com you can get our show super tv showdown where we talk mm-hmm. about christ and infant earths we're doing early reviews for Watchmen, so go check that out talk about harley quinn on dc universe as well as titans and all their original programming we will be talking about this show over there so don't miss out make sure you check it out today uh and support when you can we appreciate it and check out all of our content youtube.com slash only stupid answers dj where can people find you hey, dj talks trash at, every place that matters at sam basher for me and at only stupid answers you got the house from stupid bang bang boom dj any final thoughts thank you for joining us thank you we're gonna get you on a roller coaster one of these days i've been on them i don't like them you haven't been on a good one space mountain is actually really good but we'll get you on a, <laughs> on a different one and hulk everybody loved hulk i don't know what that is because you don't live in florida Thank God. Yeah, I mean, yeah. (laughs) Bye.